0: Joining me today, I am Colin Klimczak, Organizational Coach and Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong with me this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com for the link or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook page. So welcome to Your Organized Life, episode 63. On a recent Finish Line Friday session, one of my regular participants mentioned that she was working on the smalls during our time together. She explained that it was the end of a very busy week for her. She had been home long enough between events and appointments to make piles, but not to put away the piles. And she said every room had a pile of smalls. And the other participants nodded understandingly because we've all been there regularly, I think. And this always makes me smile. Not because someone is struggling, but because most of us understand what the smalls mean. And because the word, the words, the smalls, sound funny to me. And many people express... Frustration about the smalls in sometimes passionate and colorful language. For example, I have another friend and client who, when I ask her what we're working on today, will occasionally say, the smalls, Cal, it's always the smalls, with perhaps some frustration and colorful words attached. So here's the thing. The smalls can be physical things in our spaces. They can be a jumble of papers on the kitchen counter. They can be the pile of Lego bits, Barbie shoes, and puzzle pieces at the bottom of a bin of toys. Or the contents of an everything drawer in the kitchen. I personally don't call them junk drawers because if you call it a junk drawer, guess what ends up inside, right? If the person that I mentioned in my first example is like me, the smalls in every room that she mentioned are bag contents from meetings and events. Or random clothing items, outerwear pieces, or shoes at the back door that I've cycled through that week and now need to be put away. Or maybe neglected Amazon boxes and mail at the front door, right? Those could all be piles of smalls. Now, bear in mind that none of these items are technically clutter. They are all things that I obviously need, use, or love. They just need tended to. But they pile and they distract and they call out for us, for our attention and our energy. Which leads me to this truth as well. The smalls can be thoughts and ideas in our brains too. Small doesn't indicate importance or in the case of small, perhaps unimportant. But instead their size. The smalls mean that so many more can fit in a space. Like, I have a hundred ideas or to-dos or tasks in my brain, and they're all crammed in there making them look small, and they're all clamoring to get out. So some of the challenges with the smalls, right? Either the pile on the counter or the ones in our brain. First of all, there are many. (laughs) There are so many And they aren't just clutter. They are likely important and do require our care and attention. Right now, when they're all jumbled, they're unsorted and uncategorized. And they're not prioritized in order of importance. So we have to assume that the smalls are important and we don't want them to get lost. And we fear that the smalls will get lost We fear that that brilliant blog post that came to me, you know, in the shower is going to just disappear. We worry about that for so long that it does disappear, or we forget other things while we spend mental energy on trying to remember everything. And then, of course, the smalls do get lost. And then we forget appointments, or emergencies happen, or feelings get hurt. And we don't want that to happen. Another regular participant in my Finish Line Friday productivity session has used great imagery when we talk about what we plan to accomplish that day. And for her, the smalls look like this. So imagine a room full of helium balloons with strings attached. And now gesture with your hands to collect those strings That is often what she is working on on a Friday, is gathering those loose ends, gathering them together, tying them together, making them make sense. And a coaching client in our time working together even created her own loose ends list to collect the smalls and all the other ideas and thoughts and tasks that occur to her and then require completion. So first, I wanna applaud all four people that I've mentioned. They identify the smalls, They identified the need to consistently collect the smalls, and they have habits and ways to collect and deal with them. So I have two big ideas this week attached to the smalls. So in the interest of writing this article this week, I opened up my copy of Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen, thinking that I needed to reread it to write this. And... I'm enjoying rereading it, first of all. And I'm very proud, yes, I am also relieved, (laughs) I am all of those things, to find out that since I read this book many years ago, ever since then, I am doing many of the things he talks about. And he talks about them clearly and concisely, and the book is totally worth the read. So yeah, first big idea, check out that book and read it it's definitely worth it. But what I also realized as I'm rereading this is I can do better and I will share more about this book and his process about productivity in future podcasts and articles. So again, first big idea, check out the book. It's worth it. Um, and by check it out, I mean actually go to the library and check it out, do not buy a book um, unless you know that it's something you're going to want to keep. Just putting in a plug there. To get started though and getting things done, David Allen talks about collection, how first we need to collect all the thoughts and ideas in our head and get them out of our head and into a more user-friendly, time-specific, prioritized form. He mentioned, among other things, a mind sweep. Now, other people call it a brain dump, and though I find that a very inelegant phrase. So my friend Jen recommended cranial cleanse when I asked my community for a better term for brain dump, but I do like mind sweep as well. So whatever we call it, a mind sweep, like David Allen, or a cranial cleanse, like my friend Jen, it's a great place to start, and it requires a place to put the collected items. And for me, that means my bullet journal first to collect those items. And then I insert them into my master to-do list to prioritize and take action. But let's talk about collecting. I no longer do a cranial cleanse like David Allen recommends, at least not just like that, as in an event, because for me, it is a constant process. I am always doing a cranial cleanse. For example, when I am working or out running errands, thoughts occur to me like an idea or a task that needs completed and I quickly jot it down because, have you noticed? Another problem is that very often a thought or idea or task occurs to us at a moment when we do not have time to act on it. And this happens to me all the time. I don't know about you. And I've also noticed that certain events generate more thoughts and ideas. For example, when I'm driving, my brain is focused on driving, but it's also open to outside stimuli, which is a good thing for that while we're driving. And so ideas often come to me while I drive or while I cook or while I take a shower. And um, if this all sounds similar, it is related to, but not the same as a recent podcast and newsletter that talks about, if I don't write it down, it doesn't exist. Because the other side of that is, if I don't capture and collect the ideas that occur, they continue to float around in my brain with nowhere to go. And that makes things very crowded up there with all the smalls. So my suggestion then for all of us this week, the second big idea, if you'd like, is to have a trusted place to collect the ideas and to cultivate a habit of collecting them. I love my bullet journal. That's what works for me. Maybe jotting things down on your phone or in just another pad of paper something like that, paper or digital, I'm not picky, but having that trusted place to collect the ideas and then the habit of taking care of them, right? I love my bullet journal and that will be a live webinar sometime soon to look at how to make bullet journaling happen for you. But the takeaway here is that I have one place to write things down, and you need that too. It goes with me everywhere. It's always ready to collect the ideas and safely hold them to get all the smalls out of my brain so there is room and space to actually get some work done up there. And then I have the regular daily habit of reviewing those ideas, prioritizing and activating those ideas, and putting them into my master to-do list around the calendar right? So we can't avoid the smalls and really we don't want to because a lot of times the smalls are where it's at, right? The genius is often in the smalls, but not when all of the smalls are cramped together in our brain. So we need the habit of moving the smalls out of our brain and into a trusted collector and then the habit of prioritizing and acting on them too, And that is how we get things done. Support around getting things done is what productivity coaching is all about. If it's time to invest in yourself and explore coaching for organizing and productivity, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Thanks so much and talk to you next week.